Captain's Fog hat, Stardate, Slow Dot Ride. Take it easy. I'm Britain. And I'm Pug Cop Pat. These are the voyages of the starship USS Pandora, our ongoing mission. To explore new Trek episodes, to seek out old Trek, both cringe and based, and to boldly go... Where the plague was caused by bones. Soy Trek Podcast is here. One half vegan, one half queer. A hundred percent communist. Unless we have a less leftist guest. Patrick and Britain. Laughing, joking, farting and shitting. Star Trek, like God, but holds the show is wrecked. <laughs> Soy Trek, the podcast is here. So listen to Soy Trek. Loop up your rears. Loop up your rears. That's what I'm going for. Yeah, that's that's fair. Better lube up than rears. That's that's. Oh, I'll take it. You gotta you gotta you gotta always have lube. Always have lube on hand. Oh, and always, always I say, mm-hmm. always have water based and silicone based. You never know what the night might call for. Because sometimes you're going to be raw dogging. You want that silicone base because that shit feels like heaven. I had a friend in high school that used chapstick one time. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> for butt stuff. Yeah, well, of course. Yeah, it's kind of not gonna put chapstick in your pussy. No, yeah, just just did chapstick on on the butthole and. Oh, I'm sure their butthole was very well moisturized. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. uh, it went. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) they were prepared to go out in the cold (laughs) and dry cold even. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) it's like ooh, my my butt, my butt, my butt lips are aren't chapped. Absolutely, welcome to the bridge, everybody. (laughs) This is Soy Trek, the show where two Trekkies ask themselves. Uh, does Bone Bones McCoy kind of just like want to die? Bones does. Yeah, I think he might want to. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, I think he does. Yeah, I think that was being sold more as him being um, courageous and brave and no, and like doing no. his duty. He's never been brave or <laughs> courageous. But then again, yeah, he does seem like he he hates existence. He, he hates does. he hates being alive. He hates being in Starfleet. He does. We'll get into that though. We yeah. will get into that. Uh, so you <laughs> might have heard ads at the top. Uh, you might have noticed. Don't want ads? Well, for as little as $2 a month, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumbidiotbs. And not only get ad-free episodes, but you get all of our episodes the moment I get done making them. Oh, instead shit. of having to wait like everybody else for them to trickle out over the week. Mm. Trickle trickle out economics doesn't work, and tri- trickle out episodes does work. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you want them all at once, no ads, mm-hmm. in better quality, too, in HD quality, baby. Mm-hmm. Fucking subscribe to the Patreon. Throw us, throw us as little as two bucks a month. Yeah. Yeah. Also, if you'd like to pay just a little more, like like $5 a month, we mention your name and say thank you. Just like uh, for Dylan Lance, Dan Morrison, Joanna Hearn, Jordan Hale, Nick Savard, and Shane Sawyer. Thank you all so much. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, you guys rock. You are awesome, and you deserve amazing top. So if you're listening to this and in any position to give any of those people top... And make it amazing, do that. 
Yeah, and if you are one of those people, play this for the person you want sloppy toppy from. There we go. And they they are legally required to provide that sloppy toppy Le- for by you. Starfleet regulation <laughs> by Starfleet now. regulations. By Starfleet regulations, yeah. So, uh, Captain's orders. <laughs> uh, once again, that's patreon.com slash dumbidiotbs. Uh, that's dumb idiot, and then the letters BS, which also happens to be my initials. Oh, shit. Which is not a coin. Not a coincidence? <laughs> Not a coincidence. That's no. what I have it written here, so must yeah. be true. Must be true. Anyway, um, what's, what's up with you, Pat? You got anything going on in Old Trek this week? You've been watching any Old Trek? Hmm. No, not really. I don't even know what I... can't even remember what I've been watching. Yeah, well, we watched Avatar. We which, did. Uh, if, if, you, um, if you don't plan on seeing the movie, you're a fucking idiot, and you should turn off this podcast we, because we have no respect for you. Yeah, we hate you. We, we do. <laughs> we do... Like I'll I'll fight you yes. straight up. I'm I'm like angry about people who don't want to see this movie. No, um, no. But if if you don't plan on seeing it, listen to our podcast. It's a it's a critical analysis mm-hmm. of it. Although we're not super cr- critical of it because we did enjoy it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Movies are back, baby. Just yeah. Go watch them. I mean, Cameron James Cameron. Don't don't miss. You don't yeah. miss. Um. So yeah. We just released that. Uh. You know, the day the movie was released. Yeah. Like right after we watched it, we're just mm-hmm. like. Time to yeah. record it. Yeah, we were the, <laughs> like the two employed people in the theater on on a Thursday at 4 yeah. p.m. And so, like you know, we we had that uh, we had the ability to review it for for you, the people. But mm-hmm. uh, if you do plan on seeing the movie, we definitely recommend you watch the movie first and then listen to yeah. our review uh, because it is a fucking cool ass movie and it's it a is. great cinematic experience. Like, yeah, I cannot recommend enough. You see it exactly like we saw it. Uh, which is like in a place with like the cool reclining mm-hmm. seats that you reserve, yeah. like in the middle, like of the theater, like on a nice, not huge screen. Don't do do IMAX; it's too big. I think too big, too big. You're too big to fit in here. Too big to fit in here. <laughs> do you remember that from um, the Sweetest Thing? No, Cameron Diaz film. Did you never? I watch never saw that? that. Oh, you should watch that. Yeah specifically for that that scene it's 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 a song that like cameron diaz and her friend sing mm. specifically about penises that are too big to fit inside of them oh hells yeah this is a great song <laughs> feminist anthem if you will yeah i can see that mm-hmm. yeah i mean that was i'm sure that that song was written by, by a gay man though there's no way a woman wrote that song no yeah no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the gay zone hollywood people mm-hmm and we like it like that. <laughs> that's that's why Hollywood is fabulous. Um, so yeah. Anyway, uh, so I I have not actually been watching a lot of Old Trek this week. I watched. Uh, I had to watch that. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't really. I've been mm. uh, busy filling orders. Yeah. Yeah. You should go check out our merch, soytrek.com. It's um, making money. Yeah. Making Skrilla, baby. <laughs> I don't even know what to do with it. Actually, I'm just re- reinvesting it in the business. You know, mm-hmm. we're. Uh, I'm looking into sublimation printers now so we can print out full-color T-shirts. Oh, shit. Yeah, which will be really cool. And That'd I'm, be sick. I'm looking at, like, big ones that can print out, like, 19 by 13 mm. sheets. And so, like, we can print on, like, you know, make our p- prints a lot bigger and, like, fill mm. up a shirt. Cool. Which I think will be really cool and fun. Yeah. Yeah, so that's in the future. Mm. Uh, we got we got uh, baby bear patches coming. Hells yeah! I just got news today that they're putting them in production tomorrow. Mm. So I don't know how long they take. I assume only a couple of days. Are they going to be iron on iron on patches? Yes, they are iron cool on, iron on, and uh, they have like um, the cool like overlocked uh, like border 
like a scout mm. patch or something. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah. Like, yeah, it's it's a really nice, cool patch. Mm. It's a ten color patch. Mm. So yeah, yeah, you can put put it on your favorite jacket or backpack. Or... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Or your dog, you can iron it onto your dog. His mm. dog hair, I hear, is kind of like you know. Oh, ha- it's it's like uh, people are like, oh, the dogs are like wearing a coat already, and I'm like, oh yeah. Well, it should be like a real coat, and they should do iron-ons. And like, well, I, I have and, heard that the iron-ons don't work on dogs. You want to staple it oh. <laughs> or, 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 or use nails. So, yeah, you want to nail it or staple it to a dog, not like iron And, and use a nail gun. Yeah. Like, you don't want to get like a hammer near a dog. That's not, no, that's do- not safe. That's not safe. That's not safe for the dog Yeah, or you. Use, use surgical staples. Surgical grade staples, or yeah. you know, if you if they don't have those, I'm sure any kind of staple. But before you have doing anything with your dog, don't listen to us. Consult your vet first. <laughs> yes, all yes. Right? Ask your vet if you can do this. Which is the and, which is the best kind of staple to use on your dog? Yeah. <laughs> if they say, "Excuse me, where did you hear that?" Because I'm going to call the authorities and report them. You know, tell them you heard it on. Um, uh, Pod Save America. On Pod Save America. <laughs> Pod, the, yeah. one, one of the Johns said it. So tell them one of the Johns. Last said podcast it. on the left, they did. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um. Anyway. So, what are we watching this week? Uh. We, oh, yeah. Um, the animated series, which I had never seen before in my life. Why you gotta go and make Trek so animated? Way you're drawn out, TOS makes me frustrated. Well, at least they got Kirk and got Spock and got Bones and the rest of the cast, so at least there is that. Honestly, promise me Jim won't fuck the vacation. She's a cast. <laughs> hey, we got our, uh, we finally got our first episode of TAS. Yeah. Yeah, which, uh, you know, it took us like. 40 episodes in to get it. Yeah. Whatever. It took a while, but we finally got one. Yeah. Ne- yeah. Never seen it. And I'm kind of mad that you know, I just realized, yeah, I didn't get to see the cat girl. No. The Cation wasn't in this episode. She's no. not in that many episodes. Damn it. She was in the first season, but I feel like they kind of write her out at some point. I don't know. Oh. So uh, this one is uh, season two, episode four, uh, the third to last episode of the entire series. Mm. It was canceled soon after. It's called Albatross, and it was released on September 28th, 1974. Mm. Uh, This one was written by Dario Finelli. Uh, This is one of only two writing credits he had in his entire life. Mm. The other for the 1970 film Scorpio 70. Never even heard of that. (laughs) No one has. (laughs) This one was directed by Bill Reed, who directed the final six episodes of the series after the... Archer of Hal Sutherland. So the last two episodes of season one and then the final four episodes, which comprised mm. all of season two. Wow. Um, it stinks. <laughs> no, I take that back. I take that back. So I guess season two was entirely Bill Reed. And, oh, really? And the rest of them are all Hal Sutherland, which is really weird. Mm. So I guess that's how they're kind of like split up. Mm. And maybe Bill Reed was just a much worse director or I don't know if I, I haven't watched a ton of TAS, so. Mm-hmm. I don't know if uh, Hal Sutherland is as bad, but uh, we'll, we'll see. So, yeah. um, so in an interesting turn uh, in the series, after the departure of Hal Sutherland, due to the use of stock closing credits, uh, Sutherland was still credited as the director hmm. for all of them. Uh, but there is a credit for Reed in the title uh, episode's title screen, hmm. which is weird, but whatever. Yeah. 
It's weird they couldn't just edit that out for the final six episodes, but well, I think we'll get into like the editing's not incredible on this and actually pretty what? lazy. What? <laughs> Uh, interesting fact here, uh, the guest star in here who plays, um, pretty much, uh, all of the characters that aren't part of the cast mm-hmm. is Lou Schweimer, who was also dumb Donald <laughs> in Fat Albert and the Cosby Kids. Hells yeah. Yeah. But he, he was not remarkable in here at all. He just sounded like a dude. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. I, I like while we were watching it, I was just like. Like, uh, cause like the aliens are just sort of like weird looking and looks like they would have sort of like a, like a, like a, like, oh, we're, we're the Dramians type type voice. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Instead, it just sounds like a guy just talking with his normal voice. Like, yeah, nothing, so nothing like, special. Um, hey, Jim Kirk. <laughs> yeah. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Demos. Uh, yeah. So we start out. Uh, and uh, the we you get to see the title sequence because the title sequence happens first here. They don't do a teaser, mm-hmm. and it's just like from the get go, you're like, oh, they really didn't care about this, did they? <laughs> no. they this was a cash in. They were like, I'm su- I'm honestly actually surprised they got the entire original cast. Yeah, that's to come fascinating. Back like they must have actually offered them decent money for this because like. That's the only expense they made in this entire process. That's true. Like a lot of it looks like it was just like written on, like drawn on someone's notebook, like a, a <laughs> middle schooler's notebook. Yeah, and the, and the beginning scene, just the Enterprise moving sideways. Yeah, like because it's just like a still a still cell of the Enterprise that they're just like moving across the screen. And <laughs> yeah, they're probably yeah they're probably doing like light projection or something mm-hmm. behind it. And at some points, they definitely do light projection, like with the planets rotating. Yes, yeah, which makes them like rotate in the wrong ways and stuff mm-hmm. it, it's really super weird it also makes them rotate incredibly fast yes yeah it <laughs> ma- yeah it makes it yeah but i mean i guess i could suspend my disbelief and a planet could do that if there's a raging storm or something yeah 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 i don't know so uh we start out captain's log and this is jim kirk here mm-hmm. uh start date 5275.6 preparing the to beam aboard the enterprise following the successful completion of a Delivery of medical supplies to the planet Dromia in the remote Draman star system. Like uh, David Draman from Disturbed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> that's, that's right. All the aliens would go, ooh, Yeah, that would have been cool. Yeah. Instead of being like, <laughs> uh, hey, Jim Kirk. Mm-hmm. Like, oh. <gasps> <laughs> yeah, if, if they like, uh, oh man, yeah, if they're like, uh, oh, what are you doing there, Kirk? No, please don't hit me again. Ow, don't hit me again. <laughs> Wait, what is he accused of? He was down with the sickness. <laughs> oh my god, that would have been a perfect name for this episode. I mean, it will be now. Yeah, <laughs> down with the sickness. And Bones really does open up his hate and let it flow into them. <laughs> oh, yeah, he, he oh. Yeah, he opens up his hate a lot. Yeah. yeah, he opens up more than his hate, though. <laughs> opens up his drawers. Open them drawers, man. I see you got one of them patches on the back of your drawers <laughs> with them two buttons. Why don't you take one of them off? See what, see what happens. See what slips inside. <laughs> Must be hard to do the hanky code when you don't have any pockets because I don't think they have any. Like, <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure if they're out. If their uh, uniforms do have back pockets or not. I mean, the, the, Fucking Sulu's out there fucking just, like, tearing a hole in his uniform. Yeah. Sticking, like, like a bunch of different colors in there. I'm, I'm into everything. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm into whatever you're into. Oh, my. No one's peeing on me. <laughs> no one sees my... No one knows the hanky code anymore. <laughs> 
I wasn't really interested in engineering <laughs> or ops. <laughs> or I ops. just like yellow <laughs> for the water sports. For the water Oh, my. <laughs> Piss in my mouth. <laughs> um, so on the surface of Dramia, the supreme prefect of the Dramians thanks Captain Kirk and the Federation for their assistance. Kirk welcomes them and says it's a pleasure to build relationships with star systems like theirs. Real sweet stuff, guys. Yeah. Kirk signals Scotty to beam out with his communicator, but uh, he is interrupted by Commander Demos of the Dromians, uh, who is their head of security, who informs the landing party that he has a warrant uh, in order for the arrest and trial of one Dr. Leonard McCoy, Mr. Bones himself. I do like he brings this up after. I know. He's like, <laughs> thanks, everybody. Oh, before you go, yeah, he's, uh, we're going to maybe put this guy to death. He's kind of he's kind of like the alien Columbo. He's like, oh, one more thing. <laughs> <laughs> I have a warrant for your arrest. Yeah, that is true. He does, he does definitely Columbo him here. Demos, uh, yeah, yeah, Demos definitely... Commander uh, Columbo Demos. There you go. Yeah, yeah. That's easy. Um, so he informs the landing party as a, a warrant for the arrest of Dr. McCoy, chief medical officer of the Enterprise. Kirk asks if that's some kind of joke, but Demos claims that Bones is responsible for the deaths of hundreds. He says, as Kirk will see, all the legal proceedings are in order and approved by the Federation. Mm. Uh-uh. So Kirk, uh, then in their Hall of Justice, calls the Enterprise and informs them of the situation. And aware of the swift Dramian justice system, worries that McCoy's future in the hands of the kangaroo court, as he puts it. <laughs> it's just funny he calls them kangaroo court, and they do kind of resemble kangaroos almost. They're they kind of like they're kind of like weird. They have like weird alien yellow pug faces with goat eyes. Here's the thing, though. It's like he's like kangaroo court. How would they understand what that means? Yeah, they have no. Especially if like fucking like Darmok and Jalad at Tanagra, if that shit is not understood, yeah. how would kangaroo court make any sense to them? Yeah. Cause like, yeah, like their universal translators can't really like translate context or like sort of like, and like it would just, they would, it would just hear like kangaroo and then court in their own and like, excuse me, kangaroo. What is that? We've never heard that phrase. <laughs> so, uh, I also wanted to uh, mention like the physicality of these, these aliens. Cause like a lot of what they have doesn't really make sense, at least on an earth context. Cause yeah. um, so they have like these big buggy eyes, but their eyes are like slitted like a goat's eyes, you know? Mm-hmm. And so like, yeah, their, their people is just like a slit, right? A horizontal slit in their eye. And uh, they got big old eyes, but they're facing forward. Mm-hmm. So, they're facing forward, which tells you they're a prey animal, right? Yeah. But then they have like those slit or pre- eyes. Or predator. Oh, sorry, yeah. predator animal. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, and then they have like, but they also have like the slit eyes, which are like prey eyes. Yes. Which is very interesting to me. Yeah. And it'd be cool if they actually went into the, that, but they never will. These these aliens will never be back. In yeah. I think they were just like leaning into the fact that animation can just like make aliens that are just like totally fucking weird looking. Right. They also have like weird tentacle hands. Like oh, yeah, they're tentacle hands. <laughs> yeah, they're... I, I wonder what the tentacle do. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you. Like, yeah, they're into some Lovecraft shit. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> and they're just, like, using those tentacles. Eldritch erotic horrors. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, they, they really didn't lean into, like, how weird they can make these guys, which is cool. But, mm-hmm. yeah, also, yeah, just 
sometimes it's a little too much. <laughs> it, w- it was a little much. Like yeah. they were a bl- little unbelievably weird. But I was yeah, like, yeah, like they're they're also like they had very skinny stomachs, mm-hmm. ver- barrel chests, yeah, long arms. They're also about uh, I think what two feet taller than a human. Yeah, with giant bulbous heads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like they, they look like they like it might make sense if they lived underwater, but they're yeah. they were only ever on land. Yeah, or something with lower gravity because like they have such a huge, massive heads that had that you know that can't really be carried because it's like there's like I can't remember what the phrase is where like people think if there is alien life, like they pretty much probably have to look exactly like us. Yeah, and um, just because like you know that's how light or pretty similar to us, and they you know Star um, Star Trek kind of does do that where there is just like very uh, minor aesthetic. Changes with like nose it explains and foreheads. That, though. Yeah, it explains that because mm-hmm. there was there was multiple beings and races that like planted seeds of life. Yeah, yeah, and so that's why like you know mm-hmm. at least everything that like the alpha and beta quadrant are supposed to be very similar. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, just like but something growing like that just mm-hmm. seems unbelievable. Indeed. So in the Hall of Justice, Demos, the uh, chief security guy there, uh, claims that 19 years earlier, uh, Bones McCoy headed a mass inoculation program for the Saurian virus on Dromia 2. But after he departed, a massive plague ravaged the planet, virtually wiping out the entire population there. (laughs) Kirk argues for McCoy, but Demos says, The trial will tell, Captain. Uh, Spock tells Kirk he's becoming emotional. And he says, of course he is. Bones harming other beings? It's a fantasy. Nah, not really. No. <laughs> it's like, he's kind of a racist. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's he, he's like, he has like this seething rage he barely keeps under control. That yeah. if there was just like, he always seems like there's this like one event that could just make him snap. That'll just make him just like fucking go crazy with his fists on somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Like he's he's definitely the kind of guy who's like real quiet, but mm-hmm. you know, then you find out he was a January sixth. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, my crazy racist uncle. <laughs> yep. That's kind of what And then you find out the crazy racist uncle is also having like a stockpile of guns. Oh, he definitely <laughs> has ammunition. You, you, de- you definitely know like under his bed there's just like 30 phasers that he's gotten commissioned. He's just thrown under there and torted him. <laughs> hmm. Mr. McCoy, um, uh, Dr. McCoy, it seems like there's a list on your on your wall that has my name. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to worry about not for much longer, anyway. <laughs> um, so, Kirk is animate that McCoy would not harm other beings, but the doctor thinks that the plague might have been his fault. Yeah. Uh, or maybe he's just like, please, I did it. Kill me. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, Smock says that perhaps the plague and Bone's presence were a timing coincidence, but Bone says it might have been his mistake. Mm. Kirk doesn't buy it. So he and Spock begin an investigation into the plague. And it's weird. They just, like, let him in and out of this, like, prison cell. And the prison cell is basically just, like, a light in the middle of a room. Mm-hmm. But it just, like, casts down a force field around him. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, as you as you pointed out, there is no toilet. There's no toilet. Uh, there's it's just, like, probably, there's like, like, four, six feet across, maybe. Uh, yeah, and I think there's just, like, a bench there. And that's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, a slab of wood. <laughs> yeah. like, you sleep on the slab. You jerk off on the slab. <laughs> right in front of me. You poop on the slab. Right in front of me. <laughs> if not, 
you will be punished. And don't mind me stroking this one particular tentacle that's coming out of my hand. <laughs> this tentacle that's different than all the others. <laughs> this is just my guardian tentacle. It makes me an extra good prison guard. Uh, yes, guardian goo is coming out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm about to guard. Uh, Kirk is animate. <laughs> now I already read that. So uh, the guard tells Bo uh, Bones not to rely on his friends as dream the Dramian justice system is swift and perhaps too swift to help Bones. Mm. Um, and then he jerks off. So <laughs> on the Enterprise, Spock finds some records of the plague that states it is of an unknown origin and characterized by a change of the coloring of the skin pigmentation, debilitation, and death. Excuse me. Certain species have a natural immunity, most notably Vulcans. How convenient. They realize mm -hmm. they must go to Dramia 2 to draw some conclusions. I'd, I'd like if uh, the whole thing was like manufactured by Spock to make him seem superhuman. Like, yeah. He's like, oh, we have a vaccine. Ra no. <laughs> Vulcans are immune. <laughs> <laughs> um. They realize they must go to Dramia too to draw some conclusions, figure what mm -hmm. out what's going on. So down on Dramia, uh, the guard informs Demos that Kirk is planning on going to Dramia too to investigate the situation. The prefect has him ready a patrol ship. Uh, next, we get a captain's log. Captain's log, stardate 5275.8. Underway for planet Dramia 2 for investigation of McCoy's case. We are beyond subspace communications with Starfleet and proceeding under my own authority. Mm. Which means he's going against authority. Yeah, right? he's just doing... No, no admiral would be like, yeah, yeah. Like, he's doing what Kirk does best, does whatever he wants. Yes. <laughs> yep. Yeah, he's, he just doesn't give a fuck. He's doing Kirk. Yeah. He's like, res respect re uh, respect this uh, alien culture's judicial system? Nah, I don't think Fuck so. that shit. <laughs> um, so, estimated time of arrival to the planet is four hours. However, en route, they are pursued by a Dramian one-man patrol ship. Kirk guesses that it's a uh, Demos following them, and would likely sneak aboard if the hangar bay doors were open. Ahura says... But the hangar bay doors aren't open, Captain. And Kirk's like, hey, Sulu, maybe someone should take care of that. <laughs> Which is a real shitty thing to, like, I mean, as a captain, giving a not order is a very bad and dangerous thing. Yeah. And it's a really slippery slope. Like, yeah. like suggesting people do things without directly do saying they should do it. It's like... How, like, Hitler largely, like, got away with the Holocaust for so long is because he never made an order for the Holocaust to happen. Mm. He just suggested something <laughs> like that would be really fucking cool to all of, like, his commanders who could make it happen. And a lot of them were like, <laughs> yeah, okay, maybe we should do something like that because our boss wants us to do it. Mm. But it is funny, like, yeah, like, how is he even going to know Demos was even going to, like, take the bait on that? Like, he's like, well... Of course, like this guy's, you know, secretly trailing us. So of course yeah. he he can't resist the urge to fly into our spaceship, <laughs> right? It's super. It's super. It's like yeah, like they don't have I don't know sensors on the hangar bay <laughs> yeah. anywhere. Yeah, they tell him like like my fucking my my grandma had a fucking thing back in the nineties that mm -hmm. told her when she was parking too close in the yeah. fucking in her in her garage yeah. like. They don't have one of those on the Enterprise yeah. 200 years from now? Yeah, it, it seems unlikely, like, like 
he would take the bait on that. He Unless just he was like cloaked or something. Yeah. Like, this is stupid. He's like, ah, well, I'm on the ship now. And also, like, they have that much room in their hangar bay because it's a big ass ship. It's like yeah. as big as their hangar bay. Yeah, yeah. It was massive. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, where's where's the fucking captain's yacht? Come on. Yeah. Where is it? Yeah. Where's that captain's yacht at? <laughs> uh, so the Enterprise entraps um, the Dramian ship in the shuttle bay. And Demos orders Kirk to report his actions to the Federation. Mm-hmm. Kirk says he would, but he can't because they're at a communication range. Demos tells Kirk that he will take his ship and go to the Starbase himself to contact the Federation, but Kirk tells him that he can't because his ship is impounded. Because he is a stowaway, mm-hmm. after all. Damn. <laughs> nice trap, Kirk. So Demos must accompany them to the planet. I have been tricked, Demos claims. Yeah, and he's basically being held hostage at this point. Yeah, I mean, he did trespass into a ship. Yeah. It's, I mean, this is all dumb. (laughs) Next, we get another captain's log. Captain's log, stardate 5275.9. We are approaching the planet Dramia 2, where we hope to find the answers to the questions of Dr. McCoy's guilt or innocence. Mm. Situation normal. Aurora reported in the sector, however. Uh, When the ship passes through the orbiting Aurora, radiation levels are intense, but non-lethal. Kirk figures that is good because it is now safe to beam down to the planet. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Uh, Kirk, Spock, and Demos beam down to the planet, and Kirk isn't too impressed. But Demos says that plagues don't often leave fields of flowers, which is a pretty brutal line. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that 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 actually is a pretty sick line. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, they see a man in the ruins, and Demos draws draws his weapon. Kirk asks why, and Demos says they do not like outsiders. <laughs> Spock asks if he really is one, since he is Dramian himself. Demos says the distinction here is between the world of the living. Into the world of the walking dead. Yeah. Which I was like, oh shit, is this a zombie thing now? Because that'd be dumb as hell. I just think they'd be spiritually dead. Yeah. So Kirk says he can't let the guy get away and runs after him. <clears throat> he disappears and Kirk says it's as if he dematerialized, but then Spock points to a cave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like how he has to he has to jump to the dumbest possible explanation like it's like (laughs) does he have a transporter technology (laughs) and spock is like there's a fucking hole in the wall right here dude yeah yeah, there's there's a pretty obvious place where he went and hid yeah (laughs) kirk's a fucking (laughs) idiot what a bimbo dumbass (laughs) come on man how are you captain it's there's a cave you're standing next to a cave he dematerial it's like oh spock you use your Vulcan eyes to see. And he's like, yeah, I see it right there. It's- <laughs> oh, great logic, Spock. No, seriously, Jim. Yeah, it's right there. You're a fucking idiot. And Demos is like, even with my weird goat eyes, I can see. <laughs> it's right fucking there, you moron. <laughs> so Spock says caution would be advised. Because, duh, it's a cave. Yeah. Uh, but but you have to explain. You have to spell shit out to Kirk. Yeah. Probably. But uh, Kirk says Bones' life is on the line, and they move in. Uh, the man in the cave attacks Kirk, and uh, he, like, starts, like, choking him out. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't have enough time, and Spock and the other guy pull him away, and then he just starts crying. <laughs> yeah, it's really Like, sad. he just, uh, yeah, he's, he's like, <laughs> die! And then they're like, don't! And he's like, <laughs> 
Uh, and it is what? <laughs> like, guy, you, he's on an emo- emotional roller coaster. He really is. I mean, I guess, bad. Uh, yeah, I guess like no therapist survives. So, no. Yeah, so, uh, Demo says he was away from the planet. Uh, th- this guy who attacked him was one of the people who was away from the planet when the plague struck. And returned home to find his homeworld ravaged by the virus. Yeah. And his entire family and everyone he knew dead, which is fucked up. <laughs> In his grief, he and others like him chose to stay, and they became the living dead. Uh, there were no actual survivors of mm-hmm. the plague. So another uh, Dramian uh, named Cole Tai uh, steps out of the shadows and said, No, some of us survived. <laughs> I am one of them. Cole Tai. Uh, and says that he is a survivor. Uh, he tells them that the plague turns people from blue to green and then finally to red before they die. He also says McCoy saved his life uh, 19 years ago when he treated him for the Saurian virus. He adds that a man who saves lives does not also kill, which is like... Eh, it's not true. <laughs> no, no, it's definitely not true. Yeah. Uh, so Coltai agrees to testify on McCoy's behalf but the crew must return to draw me a one quickly or it will be too late. Scotty is initially, uh, Scotty beams, beams him back up and is initially repulsed by Cole Ty and he's like, what is that? <laughs> uh, and Kirk's like, like, what do you mean? I'm just wearing ragged clothes. I look exactly like this other guy. <laughs> you look like a peasant piece of shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what casts are you? <laughs> That'd be funny if he just did that to everyone he beams up. Like, oh, you're fucking ugly. <laughs> like, what is that? It's like, it's my mom beat. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on, Scotty. Don't fucking say that to my mom. <laughs> yeah. um, Damn, you're... Your mother pussy stink. I was trying to do a Scottish accent right there. I don't know. I'm not successful. Uh, it's all good. It's all it's good. good. We'll, all we'll good. pretend it was Scottish. Yeah, it was Scottish. It was a bad Scottish. It was yeah. Just, yeah very I can't bad. even think what a Scottish accent sounds like right now. Um, Oi, me laddie. Oi, me laddie. There we uh, go. Hey. Hey, your mother pussy stinks. Very. That's more <laughs> Irish. Hey, hey, me jumped in your mummy's pussy. It stinketh. <laughs> <laughs> Then he just plays the bagpipes. <laughs> I'll play your mother is pussy like a bagpipe. Um, so, Scotty, Scotty is initially repulsed by Coltai, but Kirk says he's a friend of Bones, so Scotty just shuts up and smiles. Yeah, he's just like, hmm, all right. Cool. Well, that's that's good enough for me. Smile. Uh, he actually doesn't say anything. He literally just smiles. He's like, ah. <laughs> Uh, Kirk goes to the bridge and orders warp six, and Scott replies from engineering, I'll pour on the coals, Captain, which is something an engineer, like, come yeah. on, come on, guy. We're not all dumb engineering history nerds. We don't <laughs> yeah. all know about coal engines, guy. Mm-hmm. So en route, uh, Spock, calls Kirk, Spock calls Kirk and says the trial may be academic since Coltai is, is turning blue in sickbay signaling he has the plague and has brought it on board the Enterprise. Kirk insists that he must be saved, not because he can exonerate McCoy, but because they place a value on all life. Mm. Uh, Demos seems startled, and Kirk asks, does that shock you, Commander, being real fucking high and mighty? And Demos (laughs) is like, no, you've turned blue! (laughs) Which is actually pretty funny. And it's also funny, like, Demos... Is like is always looks like he's smiling. Yeah, he like, always is. Yeah, I, I'm wondering if it's because they decided not to have animate too many frames of him. No, um, in in their culture, it, it says in the notes later that uh, the um, 
uh, what are they? They're people. The Dramians. 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 They smile when they're horny. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you've seen the bumper sticker, "Smile when you're horny." Yeah. yeah. Smile if you're horny. That's uh, uh the shirt. And it explains yeah. why his um. That's about that's about these people. It's it, a Star Trek reference. Yeah, his, and his and his guardian's tentacle is always is always completely turgid and <laughs> and mm. stiff. <laughs> I'm gonna guard. I'm gonna guard. Oh fuck! No, oh, you're making me guard. <laughs> but, he, but it is funny because he's always smiling in the most like goofiest way possible. Because but pull out, pull out, pull out! I'm guarding. <laughs> I'm guarding. I'm guarding. I'm guarding. <laughs> now you're pregnant. <laughs> oh my god! I can't believe I let you guard in me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so the entire crew uh, becomes infected, except to an immune Spock who has vaccinated himself because he's being a dickhead. Yeah. That's a joke that didn't happen. No. Uh, so Kirk turns command over to Spock. Captain's log. Not even acting captain. He just takes it. Captain's yeah. log, starting at 5276.4. We are in orbit around the planet Dromia under the conditions of general quarantine. As commanding officer, I have ordered the activation of General Order 6. The Spock doesn't even mention his name, doesn't mention he's acting, nothing like that. He's just no. the captain. Look at me. I'm the captain now. <laughs> yeah, why would this information be pertinent later on to anybody who needs to, like, <laughs> observe, like, go over the, their logs or whatever later on? Yeah, I don't know. So the order is to self-destruct the ship if everyone on board has perished <laughs> in order to protect other beings from contacting, uh, contracting the virus if they enter the ship. Which is a distinct possibility since everybody on the ship besides Spock is now a shade of blue. And it's the same shade, no matter their skin color. So, like, Ahura is the same shade of blue as fucking Kirk, and that's kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, so, Spock makes Sulu report to sickbay and takes over his station. Kirk walks onto the bridge and collapses instantly. He insists they must get McCoy to find an antidote, and then Ahura passes out. It's weird that, like, they must get McCoy to do it. Like, this planet doesn't have a single doctor on it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just it does seem like they just, get, like, threw their hands up and just decided not to ever... Like, especially if it was, like, it's been 19 years, you think that would be, like, something all their world's uh, doctors would be concerned about. Yeah, this, uh, this, this definitely has a white savior <laughs> uh, problem. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Spock calls Dramia and tells them of their situation, but the Supreme Prefect thinks Spock is pulling an elaborate trick, uh, especially since the captain isn't there and the witness is unable to speak. Um, uh, he says, your treachery is transparent, Vulcan, and hangs mm. up. And this, this scene was actually really funny because Spock is like, excuse me. Uh, <clears throat> prefect, I need our doctor in mm -hmm. order to make a, a vaccine to this virus. Mm -hmm. The Supreme Prefect is like, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, He's I, a man of few words. Yeah, it was like, it was, it was really fucking funny. Yeah. It, it caught me by surprise, like both times <laughs> that I watched it. Um, uh, <clears throat> so Kirk is uh, now turning green. Oh, the, the prefect hangs up. Mm -hmm. uh, Kirk is now turning green. Uh, Spock's only option is to illegally break McCoy out of prison. So he beams down to the planet, walks right into the prison, and there's only one guard in the entire prison. He's busy guarding. Mm -hmm. He's guarding very hard yeah. at this moment. And so yeah, he's stroking that. He's stroking his guard tentacle pretty mm -hmm. hard. Yeah. Um, and so 
uh, Spock neck pinches him, and he's he's like, "Oh, jokes on you! I'm into that kind of thing." <laughs> and he guards again. It is funny <laughs> like, that the- I can't believe I'm still guarding. <laughs> Jesus. Do that again, Mr. Vulcan. It is funny that the Vulcan nerve pinch works on basically everything. 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 Yeah. It's literally yeah, it everything. It is super weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like, uh, you know, not not everyone keeps their genitals in the same place. And like, <laughs> there's just one being that he tries it on. And it's like, fuck, dude. You just touched my dick. <laughs> y- y- your mind tricks won't work on me, Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> we, need, we need a wa- uh, Watu. What was his name? Uh, Watto. Watto. We need the, a Watto. The, yeah. the, 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 uh, the space Italian. Yeah, the space Italian. Hey, I'm. Hey, <laughs> hey, get away from there. They're car parts. <laughs> yeah. Get away from my car parts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, there needs to be some Watto in this universe that, yeah. that that can't get affected by the nerve pinch. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. They should. <laughs> I mean, that'd be cool if they just put Watto in something. <laughs> yeah. It'd actually be like hilarious if they just like inserted Watto into like fucking lower decks. Yeah. Just like in the background or anything. Well, just like in the first um uh Kelvin universe um Star Trek movie, JJ Abrams put R2 D2. You're right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was like kind of in a ship or something. Yeah, he was uh uh when the in the beginning when the one ship exploded that um mm. and like R2 D2 is like flying through the yeah, through yeah, the yeah, wreckage. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's right. So uh, Kirk's now turning green. Spock's only option is to break out McCoy. Um, so he walks right into the prison. The guard is guarding mm-hmm. uh, and does the neck pinch, and he passes out. Yeah. Bones is like, have you and Jim? He falls into a pile of guard goo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's been, he's been... He's like slips on it. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. So Bones is like, have you and Jim gone out of your goddamn minds? This is a jailbreak. <laughs> uh, and Spock is like, uh, just come with me. Yeah. And he's like, I already came. They made me do it like five <laughs> times today. They watched. They they watch every time. They've just been feeding me Gatorade and making me come as much as humanly possible. <laughs> They've just been feeding me pineapple juice. Why? Why, Spock? Why? Well, logic dictates... It's to make it tasty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Bones insists that he must stand trial and find out if he really caused a plague. And Spock says he will once he finds an antidote for the plague aboard the Enterprise. Bones is like, oh, okay, I'm a doctor, Spock. A doctor. Yeah. <clears throat> and beams back to the Enterprise with Spock. He's like, I want to die from the damn illness. Yeah, he's like, just fucking kill me. <laughs> Like if they won't kill me on this planet, I'm gonna get swift death and swift justice up in the fucking enterprise. He starts open mouthing, kissing all the all the people affected by the plague, and just like inhaling as deep as he can, just like give it to me. I'm a bug chaser now. <laughs> Let me see your guard tentacle. Let me see that guard tentacle. Guard in my mouth. Guard. Guard in my mouth. Guard my. Guard all my holes. Fill me up with all your guard. Make me a Twinkie. <laughs> if you don't know what that is, research Earth history. <laughs> no, thank you. Um, so, in Medbay, Bones is complaining that his readings keep shifting because of the activity in the Aurora. Kirk is like, that's it. The Aurora changes color. Well, no fucking duck, yeah. Like, uh, Bones has Spock feed the data in without the color change symptoms. It's funny that, like, with all of their their um, 
technology uh, the, the technology and instruments they couldn't read any sort of like <laughs> yeah. potential danger in this Nothing. thing they're just like let's go right through it why yeah. not oh there's just a little radiation but it was pretty so yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah it looked like a lisa frank aurora so yeah what's the worst that can happen yeah a little radiation never hurt anybody <laughs> yeah they they seem so that's a, that's what they don't like is like they seem very incurious sometimes like when yeah or wh- i think more just stupid yeah stupid yeah <laughs> Um, so they discover that the color changing symptoms were misleading the data because the Aurora and somehow the Aurora is the cause of the plague, which happened 19 years ago when bones was first there Mm -hmm. by using blood samples from the infected McCoy cures the plague with antibodies created to fight the Sarian virus, which apparently he just has a bunch of samples of on board. Yeah. Which is actually a pretty good idea to keep a sample of everything in case you need to inoculate or something. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and he shares the vaccine with the Dramians. Uh, Koltai says, You've done it again! Mm-hmm. And Demos thanks the doctor for his good work. Next we get another captain's log. A lot of captain's log. In yeah. Place, so it's nuts. Captain's log, start at 5276.8. Preparing to beam aboard the Enterprise following the Dramian ceremonies, honoring Dr. Leonard McCoy for his significant achievements in the field of interstellar medicine. Hmm. Uh, the Dramians agree to forget about the unorthodox manner of McCoy's quote-unquote release. <laughs> we call it guard, but you can call it whatever <laughs> yeah. you want. You can release however you want. You can come back anytime and come with us. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think you call it come. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's when McCoy's just like, by the way, I should give this back to you, and just pulls down his pants and just like farts out a stream of, of guard goo. <laughs> 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 it's just like constantly spilling out of yeah. pants for the last two episodes of the animated series. Fucking <laughs> Jim and Spock are slipping all over it. Yeah, it's like, get this man a bucket. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Bones. Do I need to stuff a fucking roll of paper towels up there? Put a tampon in it, buddy. Get some, get some sawdust. It's starting to attract flies. Please <laughs> bring in a dump truck and just, really just, just dump a bunch of sawdust on it. Stir it around. Make sure it absorbs all the, ver- all the dreamy and vermin's covering it. Uh, sawdust jokes always get me. Flying <laughs> harder than an avatar over here. Jeez. Um, <coughs> so the Dramians agree to forget about the unorthodox manner of McCoy's release, and Kirk will forget about their quote unquote <laughs> stowaway. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, when Kirk scolds McCoy in the transporter room for forgetting to dispense vitamins to the Enterprise and his crew, McCoy points out what they've all just been through. I was like, what? Yeah. Like, Spock is a petty bitch. He's yeah. like, where are my fucking vitamins, dog? <laughs> yeah. I had to go and get vitamins. You didn't give me vitamins. And it starts playing the wacky, goofy, like, uh, silly banter music, which yeah. I really like. And Bones is like, I got some vitamin D for you right <laughs> yeah. here. Zip. <laughs> You green-blooded bastard. I just got rid of all my goddamn guard goo. I don't need any more. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, Spock tells him uh, Hippocrates would not approve of such lame excuses. And that's like, yeah, this banter is 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 not funny. No, it's but, weird. Like, it's very it's weird. It's not for kids either. No, Hippocrates. Like, <laughs> yeah, what? And like, and it's just it seems to be playing it up for laughs, but it's just like they're just like kind of just having a bitchy fight about yeah, right. vitamins. <laughs> and, uh, so Bones begs Kirk, uh, Jim. If I'm ever in jail again, don't send that Vulcan to release me. Just let me rot. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah to include some of I, that I racism he, I th- there. I think he meant to say fraught. Yeah, he yeah. To fraught. Rub his dick up against uh, <laughs> yeah. a guard. Yeah, know? do some frotting. Yeah, do some guard, guard, guard. <laughs> guard on guard. Uh, so Kirk has a good laugh over this. And this is like uh, the genesis of mm-hmm. the, like, Kirk spilling the hot tea meme. Yeah. Where, like, Kirk is, like, covering his mouth, like, oh, girl. And then covering his face, like, yeah. oh, my. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah I, was, yeah, I was, yeah, I was like, oh, my God, that's where it's from. Yeah. And uh, that's the end of the episode. Yeah. Yeah, what do you think? It sucked. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> some dog shit. Like, yeah, there's parts where, like, the... Um, Enterprise is moving through space and you just see dust. Dude, the, the animation is so bad. Like, I, I get why it's bad because yeah. they made it for like standard definition at highest television. Yes. So like the the maximum broadcast quality they had was maybe 480p uh, mm-hmm. or 480i back then. So mm-hmm. like it's a bad picture quality. Yeah. And so they like, you know, but it was on film. And so they were like, hey, let's re-release this. And it's not very long. It's not like something yeah. like DS9 or Voyager that has like, you know, 10,000 minutes. In yeah. It. It's only, it's less than 500 minutes, the entire series. Wow. And so, um, you know, they're just like, yeah, let's uh, fucking remaster it and re-release it. So it's in 1080. Yeah. And it like, it's it looks crisp. Yeah. But it's bad. And that's like, that. It's it looks crisp to its destri- detriment because you can like, see like that they're using like transparencies that are yes. covered with dust and at the very end yes. hair yeah that you like, can see you can see hair yeah and underneath I was, the cell I, I joked at the very <laughs> beginning you were like uh yeah who edited this uh, edited this and i'm like a dog and then <laughs> yeah. it's clear there's like golden retriever hair in the yeah. fucking slide and i'm like well yeah i think it is a dog yeah there was a ton of hair yeah <laughs> underneath it it was, it was it's incredible and at first because like at uh when you pointed out that there is like that dust that travels along with the enterprise yeah, at some yeah. points i could i noticed the us, but it was very small at first and then more and more i started yeah, yeah. like i'm wondering if it just like kept increasing with dust as the ep- as they filmed the episode <laughs> <laughs> because and they just didn't bother cleaning anything because no. like by the end it's just like completely filthy yeah, yeah it and, really is <laughs> and like so many and like the animation is just like objectively bad it's like yeah. it is like like a, a scooby-doo like all of the the fucking interns at scooby-doo yeah got to make this show or something like, and you had a point and you pointed out in one group shot like mm-hmm. um um kotai he appears suddenly out uh, with, yeah. with after the other group is already there like yeah. he just like seems to almost uh appear out of thin air but it just like went boop he just yep. popped they forgot about him they're like oh shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're like the animation, I can't stress this enough, sucks. Yeah. Like, it's bad. It's like, The you know, editing is awful. Whatever. It's like early 70s animation. Yeah. It, you know, the they, sound quality for the vo- voice captures mm-hmm. dog shit like, as well. It, it's obvious the, the, the only expense they spared at all in this was like, they, they spent all of the money on getting the original cast. Yes. And then they're like, well, we have $25 left, so... Yeah. Let's uh let's make like uh, let's get a, like a Filipino animation shop <laughs> with like three people, mm-hmm. all of who are child slaves. Yeah, let's let's get them to make a Star Trek. I would love 
to hear like DeFore like if there's like um any sort of interview that exists of DeForest Kelly talking about his time yeah on the show or mm-hmm. or like or any of them really but just- Oh, I'm sure they called it. I mean, they I I imagine that they recorded all of their lines in a day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I imagine the that they were series. just like given like their lines and not even like a script where yeah. they can see what they're responding to. They're just like here are all of the words in order. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they did that. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to try to look at that up. I want to see some behind the scenes yeah. uh, work on this show. That, I think that'd be really fascinating. All right. Well, uh, that is the end of that episode. Uh, cool. Old episode for the week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with that, uh, do you want to find out what old episode we're going to watch and review uh, next week? Let's do it. All right. Let's boot up the old randomizer computer. So <laughs> if, if, if you don't listen often, uh, you should. But uh, we just choose uh, in episode number between 1 and 820, which mm-hmm. is uh, how many episodes there were when we started the show. We've, uh, you know, fucking, we've reviewed all, I don't know, like 40 episodes since then. That mm-hmm. exist. But um, so uh, we just pick a random number and find out what uh, production order number that is, what that corresponds to, and watch and review that episode. Maybe. So that said... Let's hit it. Let's get the first number, Mr. Computer. <gasps> the first number, and we're not watching. We're going to watch the third number. It's going to be 171. Not watching that one. It's going to be mm. TNG, kind of yeah. season two, something like that. Okay, cool. Season three. That would have yeah. been cool, maybe. Yeah. We've already watched a few of those, though, so let's uh, get a second number. Hit it. <laughs> we got 141. That would also be an early TNG. Mm. Probably season two of TNG, which, no thank you. We already had too many of those, I feel. Yeah. All right, so hopefully it's uh, not early TNG. Mm-hmm. Let's find out what we're watching next week. Third and final number. What are we watching? <laughs> oh my God! Well, we have been blessed. Mm. DS Nine Four Twenty, baby. Four Twenty. We got the number Four Twenty. Uh, so this one is somewhere in the time, very early Voyager or kind of middle DS9. Mm. Uh, let's take a look. So it is going to be episode 420. It's going to be DS9. Hells yeah. Season four. Oh shit. I Season four is a great season. For yeah. the most part, there's a couple stinkers, but episode 24. Uh-oh. The Quickening. The Quickening. I watched this one, I think, last year. It is a little bit of a stinker. Maybe actually earlier this year. Which episode is that? Uh, it's a it's a Dirty Planet episode where mm. I think Bashir and Dax go down mm-hmm. to uh, like uh, cure a disease called the Quickening. Mm. Oh, is that one where he stays behind and creates the? Um, an- he's trying to create the um, the uh, the vaccine. Yes. Yes. And yes. and uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Yep. I, I know that episode. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, from, it's from, it's, from not, remember, it's not bad. It's, it's not that interesting an episode. No, it's if, especially for a season four DS nine, which is the season that um, uh, St- Stephen Ira Bear took over. Yes. Ira Stephen Bear took over, mm-hmm. and one of the best seasons of anything ever. I fucking love season four. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that is, well, I, in my opinion, maybe one of the weaker episodes. So, I, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll talk about it next week, though. Yeah. All righty. With that, uh, let's uh, get into a Klingon word of the day. Yeah, let's do it. Yes, I think I'm 
today's Klingon word of the day is Avwul. Avwul? Av, av no Avwi. 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 So not Avwul Levine. <laughs> Avwul Levine. Why <laughs> you got to go and make things so complicated? <laughs> Avwi means guard. <laughs> Bones shot out a bunch of Avigu on the floor of the Dramian planet that necessitated a truckload of sawdust to keep vermin from eating it. Beautiful. Also yeah. used in a sentence. Oh my god, I'm about to Avwi! <laughs> oh! I'm Avwiin! <laughs> Avwi! I can't believe I let you Avwiin me. <laughs> oh my god. You made me a Twinkie guard. So, um,. Yeah, that was all of our classic Trek for the week. Cool, cool, cool. With that, let's get into some subspace transmissions. Hells yeah. Subspace transmissions. Subspace transmissions. Hey, it's subspace transmissions, that part of the show where we find out what people have transmitted about this episode on the internet. We're going to mm. start out with uh, some stuff from Memory Alpha, the Wikipedia cool. uh, for official Star Trek. So, some factoids here. Background information. First draft of this episode's script was submitted on 19th of June, 1974. Uh, though some pages were revised on the 27th of June, 1974. No one cares. Mm. This installment apparently contradicts the writer-slash-director's guides for Star Trek The Original Series, which describes McCoy as having joined Starfleet only in middle age, after he was divorced. That would mean mm. he couldn't have worked on Dramia 2 during his early adulthood. Interesting. <clears throat> Unless he wasn't doing it as part of Starfleet. That's true. Yeah. Uh, next, in a production inconsistency, after beaming up to the Enterprise near the end of the story, Dr. McCoy is seen wearing a gold shirt instead of his usual blue one. Mm. While Scotty appears uh, with Captain Braids for that scene and a majority of his other transporter scenes. Interesting. Interesting. Like on his, uh, the captain's braids on his, oh, yeah, yeah. his uh, uniform. Mm -hmm. um, Didn't so, even notice that. Mm -hmm. uh, in, the unauthorized reference book Beyond the Final Frontier criticizes this outing saying, Albatross is a great idea for a live action story, but loses most of its bite and nuance as a cartoon. Mm -hmm. Also, I just realized, why was it called Albatross? Great question. <laughs> um, I totally forgot that that's what it was called until just now. I'm like, oh yeah, like... Where'd the albatross come in? <laughs> uh, the editors of Trek Magazine uh, collectively gave this episode a three out of five stars, which I think is generous. Very generous. I would have said three out of ten, maybe. <laughs> or not even that out of ten. The three out of a yeah, hundred. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really does suck. I mean, it's it's immensely watchable yeah. with, with another person. Yeah, it's like it's, it's good to shit on. It's 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 uh, it's silly to watch. Like mm -hmm. it and you and also you feel like you know we've kind of seen this kind of episode a lot before like yeah. like you know a um starfleet officer that's unjustly held for 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 a miscommunication of some kind that mm -hmm. happened you know there's tons of those episodes that exist all throughout trek for sure, for sure. and uh that have done been done way better even like the later you know the one um lower decks episode that also had the similar thing where mm -hmm. um freeman's you know yeah uh, uh charged for blowing up the pocket planet that's even better yeah. and then that the episode doesn't even focus on her being free <laughs> uh, the thing is too like i mean obviously this is a show kind of made for kids but this is back in a time when um adults largely <clears throat> were like hey kids are fucking dumb yeah they're all idiots yeah 
Which is like, I feel like now, at least like with Star Trek Prodigy, the writers are like, hey, I remember being a kid and like, there's a lot of stuff I got mm-hmm. that adults didn't think I got. And like, yeah. and I, I want something that like treats me, you know, not like a fucking dummy. Mm-hmm. And you know, Prodigy is, is pretty dense and doesn't treat you like a fucking dummy. No. It doesn't like, yeah, just like fucking, yeah, treat you like a kid. Mm-hmm. There's some kiddish stuff in there. Yeah. And the aesthetics are friendly to all ages. And they write in a Y7 thing, so they don't even say damn it or anything like that. Yeah, it's, it's all, yeah, very G-rated, and mm-hmm. it's still exciting. And, uh, yeah, this, like, with the, the original animated series, like... It's dog shit. It's dog shit. <laughs> like, everyone's just moving very slowly. Like, there's, like, a couple attempts at, like, some action, you know, and when um Kirk is briefly attacked by that one guy and I realize that one guy that attacks him just disappears and is never seen again. Mm-hmm. Like even like in the, in the group scenes in the cave, like he's not sitting in the background. It's becomes Kotai. <laughs> <laughs> um, so in the Star Trek files magazine, John Peel critiqued, this has to have been the most simplistic and childish of all the episodes ever written for the animated series. <laughs> the aurora causing the disease was obvious to anyone once it is spotted. Yeah. And the fact that no one even thought of it is staggering. The entire crew of the Enterprise must have had brain rot or something. <laughs> and the cure is equally as obvious. Once the fact that Kotai is the only survivor is given and that he was treated for the Saurian virus. Talk about significant clues. Needless to say, we've seen this whole thing so many times over... That it's just a thermal uh, terminal bore once again to suffer through it. Mm-hmm. Bones has to cure yet another deadly, inexplicable disease with no known antidote. Yawn. What amazes me is the wonderfully callous way that the rest of the deranged survivors of Dromia 2 are mentioned and then totally ignored when the plot is resolved. Presumably yeah. then... They were just left there to rot, which is a good point. I didn't even actually think about. Yeah, that. they didn't start. They they never bothered to send uh the people that that are still existing on Dramia to any sort of like supplies, no, or anything to help them rebuild. They just kind of just like chalked it up to a loss and just like forgot about them for for nearly twenty years, which seems a much bigger crime in a way. Yeah, that seems really kind of fucked up. Like, yeah, yeah, like they with the people that supposedly have like a very stringent judicial system it's just like well you basically leading leaving these people to just die off completely like whatever people did survive so Mm -hmm. aren't you just as complicit in these people's death (laughs) indeed uh albatross was uh novelized by alan dean foster why in star trek (laughs) log six which was published by ballantine books in march of 1976 I mean, it's a story that's already written. Why not? Yeah, yeah. And he could have added more depth to it, maybe. Nah. <laughs> it doesn't need more. It's it's just, like, not that good of a story. I mean, I guess, yeah, you could make it so it's it's harder for them to explain things, and there's an actual mystery there. But. Yeah, because, yeah, once they they go through they go through the um the brightly colored thing that's emitting radiation and meet the guy that's treated yeah, they're the like, thing. Uh, it's so weird how this disease turns you blue, green, and red. Hey, yeah. it's I love how beautiful that aurora is. It's green, blue, and red. Sort of doing the water, Helen, water, <laughs> <laughs> like having to put their hands directly into it. Uh, yeah. So uh, that that was all the background information there. Uh, cool. With that, we are going to read uh, mm. just a couple reviews of this from IMDb. Oh, awesome. Uh, so we're going to read uh, just the top review, mm-hmm. ice-rated review, and the bottom-rated review from IMDb. Nice. And there's, uh, there's about a dozen reviews. Uh, what would you say? What's, what's your over and under? What's uh, What do you think is the top review, and what is the bottom review? 
I would say maybe the highest is maybe a six. Mm-hmm. And the bottom is oh, obviously one. Okay, not quite. What? Uh, there's there's a two point spread here. Oh, so six to one. You thought there was a five point spread. There's a two point spread. Five is the lowest one, and seven is the highest. It's fascinating. Do you want the lowest or the highest first? Let's see what the lowest thinks. All right. We got five out of 10. Um, Cash Batcher uh, says from March of 25th, from 2020, he says, major logical flaws. He says, as the episode starts, it appears that the Enterprise has successfully completed its mission to deliver medical supplies to the planet Dramia. However, after the leaders thank the Enterprise crew, they present Captain Kirk with an arrest warrant for Dr. McCoy for the crime of mass murder. 19 years earlier, McCoy had supervised a vaccination program on the planet Dromia 2. But once he left the planet, a plague killed all the inhabitants. Since the war is legal, McCoy is taken into custody. Mm. With no other options, Kirk takes the Enterprise to Dromia 2 in an attempt to seek evidence regarding the source of the plague, but find a, they find a survivor, and when they talk to him, they learn that he was off-planet when the plague started, and Dr. McCoy saved his life. The plague affects humans as well, although Spock is immune. Using broad interpretations of the law, Spock manages to free McCoy, and he's able to find a cure. The episode ends with all charges dropped and peace is maintained between the Federation and Dramia, at least Dramia 1. The potential for introducing a plague when a new species visits a planet is a very real issue. Furthermore, the plague may not kill the natives, but in the form of microbes that outcompete the native flora and fauna. Mm. Good point. The problem with this episode is that a plague that killed all the intelligent creatures on a planet would be a would be gigantic galactic news. Yeah, yeah. Like you think like like especially if they're I mean, are they fully part of the Federation? No, they're obviously like friendly with the Federation though, and it's weird <clears> because like McCoy was sent there presumably by the Federation 19 years ago, and then a mm-hmm. plague happened directly after that, and never no, heard. no one was sent back to help. And, and they never mentioned it before. No. Like, they, they obviously could send a message, you know, and you know to someone. But they're out of communications range. Which is, why are they out of communications range? Why didn't they, like, put up a subspace relay when they were back there earlier? Also, the... 19 years ago. Also Fucking pres- 19 years ago. Also, presumably, they're warp-capable. Definitely, we have, they have to be warp capable, yeah. otherwise they would not be meeting with them. Or have, like, multiple planets, colonize multiple planets in the solar system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, they they can't send, like, a ship being like, we just got fucked. We got fucked by a plague. And, like, it's, they're just like, mm-hmm. let's keep this a really tight secret. I'm sorry, we got guarded. We yeah, got guarded, guarded by yeah. a plague. They filled yeah. us up with all the guard stalls. <laughs> yeah, they just decided to, like, just, like, hold on. We're going to do a really dramatic reveal. And just on the off chance this guy ever comes back, and then we're just going to, like... Mm-hmm. play our hand and that dude demos was like chomping at the bit he's just like mm-hmm. you know you could you could tell he was just, that's why he was smiling the entire time because oh, yeah. he finally he got 40. yeah he, he finally got to do his life's work which is deliver a warrant to uh <laughs> this guy after 19 years you've been saved <laughs> you've been um, saved. so uh finishes up here it is impossible that such an event would uh, be kept from the Federation for 19 years and there would be a strong move to learn the cause. Finally, the cure was simple to find once the proper approach was taken. <laughs> Way too easy, even for the miracle workers of the Enterprise. Yeah. Yeah, totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems a little silly that they ne- that they didn't even bother <clears throat> to try to cure their own plague. <laughs> yeah, like, a f- a, for that critical of, re- of review, a five is insanely generous. This that is, is very generous. Yeah, I would have like, like, given not, a one. This is not average. And it's it's weird, like, so much criticism has, like, for some reason put, like, 75% is an average. I think it's because, like, people think about, you know, schoolwork and stuff. Yeah. And it's like, that's, that's not how, like, really... 
I think art criticism should be viewed like, mm-hmm. you know, not everything is like near a passing grade. No, no, no. There's a lot of bad fucking films that deserve a zero, that deserve below an F. <laughs> yeah. um, so uh, let's go ahead and hear the top review. This one's from Plankton Rules, who we've heard many times on yeah. here. He reviews like everything Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Um, this one is from April 18th, 2015. And he says, surprisingly mm. good. He says, Albatross is a surprisingly good episode of Star Trek the Animated Series. No, I'm not saying it is well animated. <laughs> nope, as the usual, the animation really sucks as the <laughs> characters move in a very robotic fashion and the quality of many, but not all, of the drawings is suspect. But the story itself is much closer to the style of the original Star Trek, something severely lacking in many of the cartoons. Many feel like they are more designed for kids and not for Trek lovers, which was probably the case back in 1974. This one, on the other hand, could have been hashed out into a decent script for a live-action show. As for the show, Dr. McCoy helps a race of beings on a far-off planet. For his troubles, he is arrested and charged with killing off a race on a nearby planet 19 years ago. So, it's like the old saying, no good deed goes unpunished. And McCoy and his BFF need to reconstruct events to determine if McCoy's vaccinations of these people long ago led to a plague. Jenny McCarthy, take note. Huh? The anti-vax stuff. Oh. Oh, yeah. I guess she was really into the anti-vax stuff all the way back then. Yeah. She still is. Yeah. Yeah. She she was like, because her and uh, Jim Carrey were dating. Mm -hmm. And And she made Jim Carrey anti-vax, which sucks. Yeah. Overall, not great because of the craptastic animation, but tolerable because of the good script. Okay, first off, no. Nah, uh, first off, get your brain checked. Oh, yeah, fucking plankton, <laughs> plankton rules. Nuh-uh, you wrong. That script sucked. Yeah, the script was... There's yeah. a reason this person only wrote two things ever. <laughs> yeah. Only two people ever were like, yeah, I, I like your writing. Yeah, and Kenton and also, he was Italian. That's true. Yeah, that's, man, he, they were just like, oof. Italians, they have not mastered the written word. He was much less than a hero. He was Italian. <laughs> he was Italian. <laughs> um, yeah, so that is uh, subspace transmissions for the week. Groovy. Um, I mean, I guess we have two subspace transmissions every week, but for that episode. Yes. So uh, with that, I guess we're getting uh, kind of near the end of the show. Yeah. Uh, so maybe before we go and say goodbye to everybody, we should say goodbye to someone who gave the ultimate sacrifice time for redshirt obituary do it up well the away team was in a pinch and somebody had to die well thanks a lot time to be up to the great red shirt in the sky it's the redshirt obituary today we remember lieutenant junior grade monroe who was a starfleet officer serving aboard the uss enterprise d under captain jean-luc picard Lieutenant Monroe was assigned to the con and was in command of the bridge when the Enterprise-D struck a series of quantum filaments in 2368. Monroe succumbed to burns and trauma after the con exploded, forcing Deanna Troy to take command of the ship. Mm. Uh-oh. So rest in peace among the stars, Lieutenant Monroe, and thanks for making Deanna Troy work for her paycheck <laughs> for once. Mm-hmm. And thanks for your contribution to the greater good, I guess. Yeah. R.I.P. Bozo. Oh, yeah. Goodbye. Good. Not good riddance. Good. Yeah. I don't have anything good here. Off-weeder string. 
What's that? Alpha that sounds German. That sounds some Goodbye, farewell. Da, 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 da. Oh. Uh, Feliz Navidad. Yeah, Feliz Navidad. Feliz, <laughs> Feliz Navidad, <laughs> Lieutenant Monroe. Uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's that takes us to the end of our show. Uh, yeah. Where can we find you on the internet to say hello or ask for cat pics? Is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm, yeah, cat pics, yeah. Well, I'm on uh, Instagram and Twitter at Patomic Bomb. That's Patomic Bomb for those of you who just skipped that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> you can find me. You don't uh, like this weird little voice I do? Uh, it's a little little meat waddy, oh, yeah. but worse. Hey, man, I'm Patrick. I'm, I'm at Patomic Bomb. <laughs> That's pretty good meat wad. Thanks. Uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, you can find me at Soy Trek. Yeah. Uh, on like anything except for TikTok, mm-hmm. but everywhere else at Soy Trek. Even we actually scored Soy Trek uh, on YouTube. Say what? Yeah, we're at Soy Trek on YouTube. So yeah. check out my dick. Even Tumblr? Check out my dick. Oh, yeah, we're not on Tumblr. Yeah. I, I actually think I made us a Tumblr, but I'm like, I looked at Tumblr and I'm like, I I don't, this is a subculture that has like too many in rules and stuff for me yeah. to really understand. So, I'll let other people who understand the rules better than I do, like, share stuff on there. But, like, mm-hmm. this would take too much time investment. And honestly, like, there's too many subcultures on Tumblr and TikTok I just can't stand. <laughs> and whereas I've been able to really shield myself from them on other things, I guess I could on TikTok. Because apparently yeah. the, the algorithm is actually really good there. Oh, yeah. Uh, on Tumblr, it's, like, it's just all there. Yeah, I've never even touched TikTok. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. A uh, TikTok says something very different. Uh, I, have a, I have a warrant for your arrest uh, oh, for molesting TikTok. Oh, no. You touch TikTok. <laughs> I didn't even know TikTok. Oh, I'm had sorry. To... I'm sorry. It's rock talk from, <laughs> from, uh, from Star Trek Prodigy. You, uh, you molested the big rock girl. What the fuck, Patrick? Look, look, look. That was a toy. And the cradle <laughs> will rock. Okay, so... Uh, I guess that's the end of that episode. Cool. Uh, We're going to jail. Yes. Captain's Log, supplemental. Well, that's all, folks. Looks like it's time for us to be arrested. (laughs) Be well, travel safe, and as Ferengi rule of acquisition number 16 says, a deal is a deal. Oh. Thanks for trekking with us, soy boys, girls, and other worldly beans. Hang Hang on. And shockers. Man, fuck the police. Fuck the police coming straight from the underground. I'm glad you didn't say the next line. <laughs>